Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. It is Wednesday, and I'm back. And just before I get into anything and forget to tell you, I will not be on next week because I will be traveling. I am leaving Vermont, where I've been for a number of weeks, and I'll be visiting my daughter in Houston, and then I will be returning to L.A. And the show the following week, which I think is the 2nd of August... Not 100% positive, I will be back. So, anyway, hello. Hope all of you are good. And this week is kind of a part two. If you guys remember, within like five minutes before the show started, I decided to split what I had planned for last week into two parts. And last week, I gave you, I read a section of my book. Um, just a small part of in self-psychology toward the end, just before the glossary, there is something called the divine paradox. And I read a part, a part of that to you because I felt if I was going to split what I had planned, that would be the better one to do because that divine paradox is part of what the higher selves are going to be talking about this week. So it was kind of my idea that to give you context for this week. Now, if you didn't hear last week, this week might seem a little odd. Um, I don't know. Maybe you didn't really need context, and that was just the way I was perceiving it. In any case, it can't hurt to last week after the fact if you are new to uh, the radio show this week. This show really builds on itself, and there just isn't any way I can avoid it, and I can't repeat information over and over again because especially because I've been doing the fifth dimensional information since January of 2016 so trust me there would be a lot of stuff to repeat and I think those of you who are consistent listeners you do understand that and each show is so much meat most of my listeners that are in touch with me they let me know they listen to the show more than once usually if they have the time so that they can kind of lock in and understand and be ready for the next show. Um, Anyway, that's what I used to do. I used to go to Joan's classes. She recorded. I would volunteer to type it because back in those days there was no, you know, personal computers. So I would volunteer to type it just so that I could hear it again and I could lock it in. And then I had a piece of paper I could read for a third or fourth review. So it is, it's important. Every show is meet. It would be great to hear them more than once, but we're all so busy, you know, who knows. Now, I also, as a result of sort of the last minute split of the show into two, I'm not 100% sure exactly what I did say last week. 
the, for a couple of the parts. So you may hear a little repetition. Uh, certainly I know that the higher self information that Joan did, the higher self that Joan brought in, that will not be repeated. Her opening of the doing the amalgamation and the healing circle, yes, that is going to be repeated. I did it last week. But it's equally powerful each time. That is not a problem. And then there's some just general information that I may or may not have given last week because I review the show several times before I actually put them on air. I I reread it for preparing for today, and I'm like, did I actually say that out loud, or am I just remembering the review? In any case, anything that I repeat cannot hurt. As I said, there's a lot of meat, and it will help you perhaps lock into the understanding, or lock in isn't actually a very good word. We're, we're not actually encouraged to lock into anything, but to you know, wrap the mind around certain concepts. It's maybe maybe you hear it in a slightly different way the second time, that sort of thing. So, okay. Now, if you want to call in, you certainly can. Let me give you the number to call in. It's 646-668-8565. Again, 646-668-8565. I do not have a healing request on the table today, so... The higher selves have indicated to me they do want me to do some sort of at least amalgamation, even though Joan is doing it, but to do it in my way, and I'll explain why. They did give me a reason. Uh, But in general, it's because I won't be on next week. And anyway, so they they will explain why why doing it this week is important. When I was doing the information, nothing came to mind that said, oh, we have to do a healing on that. As you know, I usually do a healing related to the information I'm giving. And for some reason this week, I just didn't get a a big hit. And so I was thinking, oh, maybe I just won't do a healing today. And then the higher self said, no, at least bring us into one accord. So that's what I'm going to do. But if you want to call in, again, it's 646-668-8565. Please do. You can also reach me at jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. J- again, J V is in Victor, V is in Victor, M is in Mary, Richmond at gmail.com. The, I will get to you. So it's a new email address, and sometimes I forget to, sometimes I forget to take a look at it. Um, but I do remember at some point, <laughs> look at it. So if I'm delayed, it's not personal to you or your message, okay? I will get back to you. Uh, okay, <clears throat> the other thing is that I'm not, I haven't been posting the shows very regularly on my website. It's uh, my son who does it for me, and he's pretty darn busy, and so he gets behind they may be up now. I don't know. I asked them a couple of days ago, but I'm just not sure. So they will be posted on my website. They certainly are in the archives for Blog Talk Radio. You'd put in the higher self voice, and I should come up. You could put my name in. I might come up that way. Then I'm also available on the podcast, on the telephones. The iPhone has a podcast automatically on it at least the newer ones do, than the Android and the Samsung. I believe they use CastBox, and you just have to download the app. And it's free, and my podcasts are free, and you type in Higher Self Voice 
radio. Not too hard, and I should come up. A number of years should come up. Okay, so that's it. And today, today we're doing part two, and I don't even remember what I called my show last week, So, but it is part two. Uh, I'm calling it Fluctuating Will and Pull-Throughs this week. I don't know that I used that title last week. I'm not sure. I forgot to check. But anyway, um, again, I did read last week a section of my book about the divine paradox, how we can be in the free will kingdom and the divine will kingdom at the same time. And that section in my book explains that paradox. It is an important concept to grasp, and it is very relevant to the show today. She, uh, Joan Culpepper's material that she brought in on August 12, 1987, talks about fluctuating will and pull-throughs. And I do think if you listened to last week's show or you read that section of my book, should you happen to have the book, that you would understand today's show a little bit better. But again, it may not matter. I'm not really sure. That's just my perspective. Anyway. So I am going to do Joan's Amalgamation and Healing Circle this week, as I normally do. And with that, let's get started, guys. Okay. Let's take a few moments now and begin to quiet our minds. Please remember, in this state of quiet, we need to remain very consciously alert. Because part of what we're doing deals with learning to be in a state of consciousness at many different levels. You will recall that we have been told on more than one occasion that in times of chaos, we won't have time to sit down and very quietly go deeply in and wait for input and information. We must be able and capable, as we are, to be able to tap into it in a moment. So it's good practice for us actually to be able to sit in a group like this and have external interruptions going on. Okay, now let's take a moment and consciously focus our attention on the light within. This light within is very important because it's a symbol of the pure soul essence. And as many of you know, over the past few weeks, the higher self has been helping us to understand the various terms and definitions that are used by them. And the pure soul essence plays a very major role in areas that deal with the evolutionary thrust. This is a very important focus, and it becomes more and more important, I think, for each of us to begin to spend time in this conscious state of focusing on the pure soul essence. Outside of this group, spend some time getting acquainted with your own pure soul essence. Now now continue to focus on that and allow it to grow until you are encompassed within its center, Remembering that within the center of the pure soul essence, you carry your highest point of power. You carry every single quality that is exactly like the originating source of energy. All that it was, all that it is, and all that it is becoming, you carry that within your pure soul essence. You are connected by that pure soul essence to the totality of all life at all levels and in all dimensions. And it is through this pure soul essence that you reach out and assist 
evolutionary vibrations within souls that are beneath you in evolutionary awareness. And it is through this pure soul essence that you are reached by those with higher evolutionary awareness. It is of great importance for us to become very consciously aware of the power of this pure soul essence. I now ask that within this conscious state of centeredness, within the pure soul essence, that we amalgamate with the originating source of energy and that we amalgamate with the totality of all of our higher selves and that any higher selves who desire to join with us in this session come forward at this time and amalgamate with this group of listeners. Now let us remain consciousness, strike that, let us remain conscious throughout of our centeredness and our amalgamation. Practice being conscious of being centered, of being amalgamated with the originating source, and being amalgamated with the totality of the higher selves. Now in this state of consciousness, in these three different levels, let us take on a fourth state of consciousness as we move into the center of the healing circle, standing as a group, individually, as a hub, making no judgments, being completely and totally objective. Release from your heart center the energy of higher heart consciousness. Release it up through and out the top of your head. Consciously focus your attention on the one thought that you are a fountain of love. Now continuing to stand within the center, let us now call forth all souls at any level who desire to partake of this healing circle with the understanding that the circle expands to include any and all from any level or any direction that care to join with us. Let us now place all members of this group, both known and unknown, let us place all members of the family, strike that, let us place all family members of this group, knowing that whatever is needed and necessary, these souls can partake of that energy if they desire. Now let us address all situations, known and unknown, that appear from any viewpoint to be hopeless. Let us bring into this healing circle all souls at any level that are vibrating in a state of confusion, in a state of entity attachment, in a state of hatred. Let's remember that infused into our healing circle are many energies that not only grow stronger each time, that many energies that only grow stronger each time we focus our attention on it. On them. Now let us stand as a group within the center, flowing out this fountain of love, remembering that when an individual is reached at the higher heart consciousness level, it brings to that individual a greater sense of inner self worth and ultimately will assist that individual into loving the self enough to accept healing and balance and harmony and unity and peace. Remember, too, that you yourself at the facade soul level are placed within this healing circle, and therefore you are partaking of your own divine fountain of love, for each soul at any level is worthy of proper self-love. And by working consciously, 
to flow this energy forth, you are greatly assisting those souls in reaching a point of understanding somewhere in their soul time that they are lovable and worthwhile and very beautiful individuals. Now let us move into another phase of consciousness, maintaining our sense of reality in all of these different levels that we've already projected into. Let us now move into the astral band. Move into the center of the totality of the astral band of the entire human kingdom. And standing unified, allow that higher heart consciousness energy to flow. Let us infuse into this higher heart consciousness energy all the energies that have been placed over the years into the healing circle the power of the miraculous, the power of balance of the rainbow bridge energy, the energy of hope and faith, the energy of desire on the part of each soul to accept higher levels, levels of healing and balancing. Let us infuse all of the healing circle energies into this higher heart consciousness as we flow it out into the astral. And as we flow this out, please remember that you are assisting the astral workers who are in place there. As your divine love energy flows, it blends and infuses with their love energy, and you are greatly assisting in building ideas and concepts as they pertain to love within this astral realm. Now, stop for just a moment and remember all the various states of consciousness that you are in. Become conscious of all these different levels at once. Remember as fifth dimensionals, you have the capability of being in more than one place at a time, doing more than one thing. You will once more gain that capability as you continue to process and move forward as the pioneering agents in this evolutionary thrust. Now, remaining in place in the center of the healing circle, in the center of the astral, in the center of your own pure soul essence, in the center of the amalgamated space of the originating source and your higher selves. Express this fountain of love within your own heart and your own mind and allow yourself to feel the beauty of yourself, the worthiness of yourself, the power of yourself. As you continue to move along the evolutionary thrust, each of you will continue to open into higher and higher levels of your own true self-identity. This does not mean that you will always awaken to that higher self-identity in a conscious way, for the movement of this evolutionary thrust is such that, in many instances, you are awakening to, simplistically speaking, What you are awakening to, simplistically speaking, works from the inside out. You might view this awakening as dealing with the blocks that we all carry. As the evolutionary thrust continues to move us along, these these blocks are removed and we are interpenetrated with the light of our own higher consciousness so that our human facade soul could be viewed as one that ultimately becomes the opening of the dimensional window for your own higher, true, fifth-dimensional self. 
because it is in this reality, in this human kingdom reality, that each of you process and carry out the various functions of your own destinies. Janet, okay. That ends Joan's amalgamation statement, but I I think I may have clarified this last week too, but I'm going to repeat it this week. I want to just repeat a little bit. You, you likely have noticed that Joan is always having those of us in her group, and at the time it was back in the 80s, but it's the same currently, um, to create the energies like higher heart consciousness energy or divine hope or divine worth, divine power of the miraculous, whatever it is that she or I encourage us to create. And we place them, in her case, we place them in the healing circle. In my case, I haven't used the healing circle so much, but we place them in the astral, we place them, make them available throughout the human kingdom universe or around the planet. However, um, Joan then calls in all souls, known and unknown, who need these energies, and I do that in a similar way. I say the call goes out, these energies put the call out, and these souls, known and unknown, come in and partake of them. Well, anyway, it's very similar, different in certain approach, but really the same thing. And the other day, because I'm trying to start the writing of my third book, I was doing some reading, and at the very end of the session that I was reading about, um, the, somebody in the group then asked a simple question. And they said, well, why is it that we're putting these divine energies into the healing circle? Why don't the higher selves just do it? Why is it that we put the, heal- the divine energies into the astral or around the universe? Why don't the higher selves just do it? And Joan's answer was, this huge aha for me, I couldn't believe that I never asked the question. I just took it for granted, really. But I didn't have it in the forefront of my consciousness, and that's why it was a a great aha, and I want to share that with you. Okay. Joan explained that we do it for the same reason that we return to from, you know, de-intensified an aspect of our fifth dimensional selves and took on that facade human soul. And we did that for the reason so that the fifth dimensional higher frequencies that we carry would be moving through the soul body, the human soul body and the human soul mind. And it would pick up the flavor of the humanity that we carried. And in this way, the fifth dimensional energy would feel more comfortable to the souls that might have any kind of need to partake of the energy. Without that, without the fifth dimensional energy moving through the human part of ourselves, it's often threatening or feels alien to the souls that could utilize it. And they resist taking it in because they feel threatened or afraid or whatever. So, I've explained that many, many times on the show and to my many clients and my groups, whatever. But it's the same here because we're activating from our pure soul essence and creating the divine energies from within ourselves and processing them through the facade human soul and body and placing them into 
the astral or the healing circle or the universe, that this way those higher energies are again picking up the familiarity and the comfort level of the humanity portion, the human portion uh, that we carry. And so, again, the soul's coming into the healing circle, the soul's coming in to partake of the energies in whatever way they are. Many more come in and do partake because they're not afraid. It's not a threat. The energy is much more palatable or easier to relate to. It's hard to put exact words around it. So, And that is really cool and it relates to what the higher selves are going to explain tell you what they said as to why they want me to do some sort of healing even if it's a simple one where I simply bring us into a state of one accord and I'll explain that later but it relates to this same idea okay now before I go on and start reading the actual session that Joan brought in the higher self session. I just want to do a quick review. Um, you recall, as I've reviewed this many times, but just a quick review, that we all souls are first, when they're first created from the creative life force energy that is held at the originating source level, the very first creations came in and we were born as minerals, okay? And we evolve through the mineral kingdom into the plant kingdom, from the plant kingdom into the animal kingdom. From the animal kingdom, we continue to evolve into the human kingdom, and then we continue to evolve into the fifth, sixth, and seventh dimensions. When we've reached the highest level of the seventh dimension, we do move into returning to the originating source, but the higher cells even mentioned in this particular session we are quote unquote and it's a silly word reprocessed and we are expressed again into the outer dimension one the very first of the outer dimensions and we go through this a similar process now the first level or the first part of the outer dimensions is at a higher frequency level than the seventh dimension within our frequency scale so to speak so evolution never ends we continue to process and so i just wanted to review that now also as a quick review the the three lower kingdoms mineral plant and animal are all part of divine will but it's divine will at the unconscious level and sometimes the higher selves term it instinctive will okay now in the human level, we're at the free will. We carry the free will. The three higher dimensions, the fifth, sixth, and seventh, are also divine will. But when we move from the free will kingdom in the human arena into the fifth dimension, we consciously take on divine will. Now, please understand divine will isn't about taking away our choice. We have plenty of choice. We just move in and made the agreement that as we move into the service dimension of the fifth dimension that we will service the four lower kingdoms. It's part of the mission of the fifth dimensionals, and I'm sure there's a lot more to it because I don't know everything about the fifth dimension, but sometimes the higher selves call it, and I just want to be clear that the conscious divine will they sometimes call 
conscious, instinctive will. Okay, and that comes out today, so I wanted to go over that. Now, the free will kingdom, as you recall, because I mentioned it earlier, I talked about it a lot last week, even though we are in the free will kingdom, we are also part of divine will because we are connected 24-7 to the originating source of all there is through that pure soul essence. Now, we have a unique position here, and the higher self will speak to it. And the paradox of carrying free will and divine will simultaneously was discussed again last week. And hopefully you understand enough that you'll understand what the higher self say today. The higher self start. It is important to understand that free will in the fourth dimensional human kingdom could be viewed as that platform between the lower instinctive kingdoms and the higher instinctive kingdoms. The free will aspect could then be viewed as fluctuating will, for it is within this fourth dimensional realm that the true human has the ability to make decisions based on what the true human soul carries at the rational level. Ultimately, and this is true of all souls in all levels, The human soul will be moved by this evolutionary thrust based on the human soul connection to that totality at the pure soul essence level. Okay, this is me, guys. What the higher selves are saying here is that we are both in the free will kingdom and also ruled by divine will. It can seem very much like one should exclude the other, you know, be an either or situation. But again, from the higher perspective, this is not the case. Again, you might want to listen to last week's show to have that paradox explained. But what happens is we fluctuate here between divine will and free will, fluctuating will. It is as if we are on that divine flow that I spoke of last week. When we're agreeing with the flow at the human level, okay, we're on divine will. But when something comes up for us that resists the flow, where we choose at the free will level not to proceed, now this is very simplistic here, we are fully in the divine, it's fully in the, into, in the free will arena. So we can fluctuate between the divine will flow and the free will choice. Okay, so it's fluctuating well. Okay, back to the higher selves. Because you are fifth dimensionals incarnate in human facade form and carry the density of the facade soul mind, it is important for each of you to understand that in this fluctuating will pattern, the various pull-throughs that each of you will go through individually and in some instances collectively, these pull-throughs will greatly assist you in ridding yourself of these blocks that you carry at the human facade soul mind level. If the facade mind in this reality is that level that must connect with and process simultaneously with that true soul fifth dimensional higher frequency, then that facade mind soul must be in a state of purity, cleared and detoxified to the degree that the fifth dimensional higher mind can interpenetrate and shine through, symbolically speaking. 
It's easier for any soul, whether they be the true human or the facade human, to be able to process these pull-throughs if they understand at one level what is happening and why it is happening. It's extremely important for each of you to reach a point of understanding that the reality as you know it at this point in time is in a state of being pulled through into ever higher realities. And the realities, for the most part, are realities that have never been realized before. Okay. In this fluctuating will vibration that each of you carry in the facade soul mind area, it becomes important to attempt to be as centered within yourselves as possible, as is possible in areas that deal with beliefs and concepts and ideas that you hold both known and unknown. The collective unconscious, the astral, pertaining to this planet and to other planets, carries within it much energy that allows the souls within the planetary vibration to pick up and read out and process ideas and concepts based on anything that matches the altered reality, altered realities the individual carries. If you look around and you see all of the energy that's being focused in areas that deal with fear, for example, in regards to the violence that is happening out there, and you see the astral fear adding to the collective unconscious, the very energy that will assist in making making that that they fear become even more pronounced. Okay, Janet, this is a mouthful. And I get that. By using the word allow, because the higher self say, we allow the souls to pick up and read out of this, you know, from this astral energy. It seems like pulling out from the astral may be a good thing because we use the word allow, like, hey, we've been allowing this to happen. And actually we are, but I'll explain that in a minute. But much of what we pull out is related to the much more negative energies, and these create more intensity in the problems or situations we're not happy with. We allow it because we're unconsciously giving permission. Our own energy identities, our own energetic baggage, our own altered realities magnetically pull like astral, like energy from the astral in. And this is happening individually and collectively. So we're allowing it. The higher selves are bringing us to a state of consciousness. And with that state of consciousness, we are learning, and you guys have been learning, that it's important to neutralize those energy identities, to clear them, to process them into the light and have them be neutralized and absorbed by the light so that we aren't pulling in unconsciously from the astral as we walk through our day, okay? So, yes, we allow them in, and the hope is that we will clear as much as possible so that that is happening less and less. Okay, higher self. They, They have never attempted, nor would they attempt, to discredit anyone anywhere believing and processing anything. So this is not an attempt to put down any philosophy or any one or any group promoting any philosophy. 
they only remind us that we're being brought into a place ultimately where we will recognize, truly recognize the impersonality of the originating source of energy. They under they indicate that while we have intellectually grasped grasped this, in many instances we have not emotionally grasped grasped this. Part of this movement along this evolutionary thrust is to take us beyond what we believe at this point, known and unknown, into areas of reality that we are unable at this point in time to comprehend. They also desire us to know that because, okay, Joan at this point says, okay, I'm going to paraphrase this, guys. What they are indicating here is that the important thing for us to remember is that the evolutionary thrust is reaching and touching and pulling all souls at all levels, giant pull through. And they remind us that to get there, we have to get rid of anything that is standing in our way. So the pull through at the pure soul essence level causes us to process in a stepped up or sped up manner instead of taking the evolutionary moves one step at a time. It's like now you're running as fast as you can run. And this running indicates this pull through. So everything we have not cleared up, we're going to very intensely and very rapidly be pulled through. The idea, again, is to present to us the concept of standing completely centered as far as it is possible in the specifics as it deals with the philosophical vibration of what we know and don't know. You will recall that they've indicated on more than one occasion that we should not even believe what they tell us, that their philosophy, the philosophy that they present to us, is presented with the idea that we neither believe it nor disbelieve it, but stand within the center. By standing within the center and neither accepting nor rejecting it permits us to more easily expand and accept higher and higher and higher levels of our own true self-identity, the truer and truer and truer realities. Okay, this is Janet. I want to repeat this bit for you all and then explain a bit. By standing within the center and neither accepting nor rejecting, it permits us to more easily expand and accept higher and higher and higher levels of our own, our true self-identity, these true realities. Okay, the higher selves and myself often say this, not to believe, not to disbelieve, but to stand in the center of of neutrality. And this is difficult for sure because we're seemingly programmed to judge things, to make decisions right or wrong, good or bad about things. We have our own perspectives about reality and what reality should or should not look like. So making those decisions is commonplace for all of us, really commonplace. However, as hard as it is not to do that, I personally want to encourage everyone to make the effort not to judge, not to base a perspective or viewpoint, uh, strike that, not to place a perspective or viewpoint based on your own or our own view of the world, both our own personal world and the bigger world, and here's why. 
Okay. The let me explain to you, and I'm pretty sure I've had it somewhere on the show, but it doesn't bear that doesn't it bears repeating that all truth, all thought, is vertical in nature, not horizontal in nature. We are we tend to feel that truth or thought is horizontal in nature because we have one thought, then we move ahead and we have the next thought, the next thought, the next thought, and it seems like it's moving horizontally out, you know, in front of us. In fact, all thought is vertical and carries the same ideas and concepts at different levels. So the higher you move up in the vertical nature of a particular concept or a particular thought, the higher the frequency is, the more expanded that thought, that piece of truth is going to become. And this is why the higher self say over and over again, there's my truth and your truth, but there is no no the truth because truth is ever expanding. Uh, I'm sure you've heard me say that many times. Um, Anyway, so... Uh, Okay, wait, where is I? So the important thing is we want to attempt, we're always attempting to raise our vibration, to raise our awareness, to reach into higher and higher levels of understanding. But we get in our own way when we judge, when we make assumptions, when we expect, because all of those kind of things means we slap a glass ceiling faster than the speed of light onto the expansion, the vertical expansion that we want to move up. If we believe X to be true, then we literally see things through that lens that X is true, and we will continue to bring in situations and conditions and realities how we, and perceive realities exactly how we believe so that the reality or the perceptions that are expanded never we don't see them we don't move up there we have created or locked into the truth of our reality the truth of our uh, our perceptions we've locked into those how we feel today and we've locked out tomorrow's expansion it's just that easy every time we move from the center of neutrality and we slap on a judgment a right wrong a should shouldn't that sort of thing now it is let me give you an example okay it's it's not easy to stand in the center of truth okay this stand in the center of neutrality it isn't easy but the more you practice it the more you work with it it does become easier Let me give you an example. I think I've given you guys this example. But for many years, you know, Joan Culpepper was my role model, and she handled the higher self information in a very amazing way. She would just, it was when the higher self information came in, it was as if she was just reading from a teleprompter. You know, she didn't pause. She just came straight out with it. Occasionally she'd say, wait a minute, I'll paraphrase it. And she would give her own words. But when she's reading it out, she would just read it out like unbelievable. So for many years, even decades, a couple of decades, I was working really hard to do it exactly like Joan. And I was developing some skill in doing it. And 
But at some point, the higher self said to me, eh, no, don't keep doing that. Because actually, by locking into trying to be Joan with the belief that how she does it is the right way, the best way, I was actually putting a limiter on my own ability to get information because my process that I brought in for myself is different from Joan's. Mine was to be and is to have the concepts, whatever they are, literally get downloaded and I get the whole concept and then I put my own words around it. So it is a different process. And so I I had been doing that, but I'd really been focusing on Joan's way. So what I did was I put a stop to that and I really just worked with my own downloading process. Now, in fact, there is a shift. They are beginning to help me get the word. So they're having me go back so that now that I've developed both types, I mean, my other process, I'm you know, we're all unlimited, so I'm able to do both processes. But I was doing one to the exclusion of the other. So now I'm, I gather they're moving me to be able to do both. But in, <laughs> but in any case, um, you know, that was my belief system. Oh, I have to do it like Joan. All right. Now, it taught me a good lesson. And... It made me much more aware and much more determined to neutralize those beliefs that I carried, known and unknown. And But however, just so you know, even with all my awareness and all my practice, I again found myself doing the same thing without realizing. Um, pretty sure I might have mentioned to, this to you on the show before, but it doesn't matter because however context I put it in. It was in that context. This context is a little different. But recently, and I, I'm, it's not days and it's not months, but somewhere in between days and months, I had this feeling of being really lost. I didn't know where I was going, what I was doing. You know, I just felt completely adrift. And it was not a comfortable feeling because I I have so much determination and purpose and motivation and all those things. There's, I don't, this is, was a very strange feeling for me. So I finally, after a while, I went in to talk to the higher selves about it. And they said that was the feeling that I felt lost was not because I was lost. In fact, I was completely on track, fully committed, and I was moving forward. I felt lost, don't you know, because of what and where I believed I should be. So I had some sort of internal, really unconscious barometer operating that would tell me that wherever I was, I would compare, and it was very unconscious, to what I expected or assumed I would be or should be at that point in time. And so... (laughs) That lost feeling was because it didn't meet the reality that I had set up for myself. Well, the reality should be X, Y, and Z, and I felt lost when the reality wasn't there. And that was a huge uh, 
lesson again, reminder for me that we set up these realities for ourselves without even realizing it. We don't even, it's so automatic pilot because this reality is what we're so used to. And so I've been working really hard on neutralizing all my shoulds and shouldn'ts about reality and the comparisons and all of that. But I feel like there's probably a ton in there. I mean, I I don't know, but um, I just want to let you know that we have to be careful and be vigilant because this reality that we are in is going to be changing over and over and over again. It's going to continue to unfold and newer and newer and more expanded realities are going to be coming in. Okay, so higher self. Let me get the page. Here we go. Now, as fifth dimensionals in human facade form, you must remember that you are only one aspect in place here. The totality of all that you are is still in place in working condition in the fifth dimensional realm. In that fifth dimensional realm, remember, you are also involved in the evolutionary thrust. In this fourth dimensional realm, this human soul aspect is involved in this evolutionary thrust. So that the pull-through that you're involved in is happening at both levels, the fifth and the fourth dimensional levels. In essence, then, you are running at two levels at once. It's difficult, in a sense, that if you do not understand what you are processing and what is happening again, if you don't understand the idea of trying to relate everything to this reality, when part of what is going on for you has nothing to do with this reality, it has to do with the fifth dimensional reality. So it can create in areas that deal with your own mind in this reality a sense of losing your senses, a sense of being completely and totally out of touch. It can create, in some instances, a sense at the bodily level of having no body or not being able to relate to the body. It is extremely important for you, each of you, to understand that as the blinders continue to be removed, as the facade soul essence continues to run through all of these pull-throughs, as that fluctuating will of the fourth dimensional facade aspect continues to process and clear, will become easier. For the momentum itself is taking you to a place of acclimating far more quickly than you would normally acclimate were you not involved in this evolutionary thrust that's taking place. So in closing, they want us to understand that the free will slash fluctuating will vibration is one literally that deals with belief and decision making. Whatever decision is made or belief is held at the free will level, down the line, when the pure soul essence is being drawn along that evolutionary thrust, then the soul in any level of vibration is going to go through their own pull-through. In another session, they told us that no soul is ever, ever lost. Everything that emanated out of the originating source of energy is held at the electric magne- electromagnetic frequency and drawn back to it and fed and replenished and recreated into the outer dimensions. 
So evolution is an ongoing process and one that is building momentum. Remember, we're running thousands of years, thousands of years ahead of the now that we're in because of the evolutionary thrust. And this thrust is going to create not only for fifth dimensionals incarnate in human facade form, but all life in all levels, particularly in the three lower levels. It's going to bring everything in a much higher recognition into a state of a much higher recognition, both conscious and unconscious. True consciousness of higher reality will start predominantly at the human kingdom level, although the three lower levels will carry at a very unconscious level that sense of higher consciousness and higher reality. Okay, now that is kind of a mouthful, and of course the tape ended abruptly. And so the final description about what the higher selves are saying was cut off. But I think we all have enough of a basic understanding that reality is shifting tremendously. And if we can hold on to or center in the idea that the reality that we're holding now is very different from the reality that's going to be there tomorrow and the next day, the next day and the next day, that as this momentum builds, it's going to be continually process out the blinders we carry, the rights and wrongs, the shoulds and shouldn'ts, the belief systems, the decisions we make based on those belief systems. It is a powerful time that we're in and one that is such a huge opportunity for us and will be tremendously helpful for us. Since we understand it is a good thing, we can interpret it as an opportunity rather than getting so freaked out by all the changes we're in or going through that we move into the place of stress and anxiety and locking out the flow or locking, um, blocking the flow. If at all possible, by standing in the center of neutrality, we keep that flow going. We allow the blocks and the misunderstandings, the beliefs, the self-identities, all the things we want to release and have neutralized into the light, that is going to be happening much more easily, much more quickly, as long as we, we may not do it right away when something weird or bizarre or upsetting happens, but at some point we will think, oh, wait a minute, this is the evolutionary thrust triggering off these releases, changing and shifting our reality. So um, we, we, <laughs> we can instead be reassured that good things are happening. We're just not to the other side when we're in the middle of it. The more we can stand in the eye of that hurricane, the better off we are. Okay. So I now am going to go into uh, a short healing, a short amalgamation and healing simply really the amalgamation state because the higher self explained to me, this is what I was telling you, as I'm literally driving over to the place where my phone works so that I can be and do the show, the they were saying to me, because I was saying, you know, higher self, I didn't get any kind of impress or any idea of doing a healing. Is that mean that 
you know, there isn't something I should be doing. And they said, no, we want you to continue to uh, not continue. We want you to do an amalgamation and bring the whole listening group into the state of one accord. And as I do it, it really makes no difference whether it's the way Joan does it or I do it. It's the same effect because they said, and this is what's so interesting, guys, they said that we have been building uh, over the life of this show, because I've been doing it a lot of years since 2011. I took pretty much of 2013 off, but other, I mean, I was on a tiny bit, but for the most part, it's been a lot of years. And they told me that I've been, all of us have been building an energy field. And every time we go and we amalgamate and envision and activate the the energies and being enveloped in the divine energies and, and activate higher heart consciousness, it intensifies the energy field. And it, in, in effect, it kind of acts as if an additional added magnet so that more and more souls feel the call and come in. And the energetic field is also growing. And I don't know when I first started, I think I just did it for the planet. And then eventually, you know, it spread a little bit and I saw it going out past the planet. I don't really remember too well, but eventually it moved way out into the human kingdom universe. And I said, oh, I had no idea if it included the entire universe, and I still have no idea, and the higher self, that wasn't the point. The point is that by doing this, guys, we are really helping so many souls, known and unknown. Remember that they said, or I can't remember if it was Joan's amalgamation, that because we're all connected at the pure soul essence level, all of, we, we are helping all souls that are lower than we are in the frequency level in the same way all the souls that carry higher frequencies are helping us. It is a true, uh, I don't know what the word is, (laughs) true what, but it's just, um, it's an energetic sharing of energies because we are totally and completely connected when we get amalgamated we're consciously connected at the pure soul essence that's the oneness of originating source that i always speak on and so you know we're building this energetic energy field and they because i'm not going to be doing it next week they they didn't want two weeks to go by without doing it and i don't think the energy field is going to disappear or anything it's just that we have this momentum that we've built and it's to keep the momentum going okay so i want each and every one of you to just quiet your minds again and move into the focus of attention we want to bring that focus of attention to the right here the right now you can use uh, my voice the words that i say as a tool or technique to help you focus and the first focus we're going to do is we're going to actively focus on that symbolic light that we all carry within, the light that represents that pure soul essence. And again, I want you to feel, sense, experience, imagine, or simply say the words, I am my pure soul essence. I am totally encompassed by that pure soul essence energy. 
and feel or sense or experience or simply understand that this pure soul essence energy that is everything the originating source was, is, and is becoming is expanding to encompass the totality of who you are. The totality of who you are at the fifth dimensional level, the totality of who you are at the human level, all these soul aspects, including the higher selves, the totality of your higher selves. And what I see as we do this is these beacons of light throughout and all around the planet Earth, creating this lighted array, so to speak. Now, we're not done. We want to actively become one with and move into, in a conscious manner, into the originating source of all there is. Again, this brings us into the state of oneness with all life. It brings us into the state of nowness so that we access the totality of the journey of each and every soul that we are connected to. So we are really plugged in to a very powerful resource of energy. Again, a strike that. Okay, a powerful resource of energy. I also want everyone to focus on their true soul essence, knowing this is the highest, most evolved part of you. Understand that this true soul essence still has its living beingness also in the fifth dimension. There is the aspect of you that you carry as the dual soul nature. We are operating from our facade soul essence, and I want us also to become conscious of the purity of the facade soul. This is important. The more we connect with these very powerful, pure, and perfect energies that we are and that we carry, we are bringing at the conscious level to this energetic field that we're creating. We are bringing that purity. We are bringing that clarity. We are bringing that consciousness so I want us all now to actively focus on the divine love that we carry at that pure soul essence level. We want to activate that divine love. And I am seeing the array of light around the planet hat turn a pink color. Please understand that the souls around the planet aren't just the souls listening to this radio show there are past present and future listeners involved but there are also other um, groups other individuals collectively and individually around the planet uh, who are have agreed at that facade soul level to work with the divine will of their true soul essence the true soul essence is plugged in and the facade soul has agreed. And whether it's a conscious or unconscious action on the facade soul's level, it is happening. And we have many, many uh, fifth dimensionals carrying the dual soul nature as part of this array that have never and will never and don't listen to this show. So it is a very, very exciting thing that we are connecting and weaving this energy field in such a way that it involves all or many of the fifth dimensionals. Now, some fifth dimensionals carrying that dual soul nature, their facade soul would not agree for whatever reason. 
to the divine will impress that was given it. And that's okay. They may not agree today, but tomorrow they might. So we just allow them their own journey. There's no judgment here. There is no better than or less than nothing. So I'm just letting you know that we have a tremendous amount of individuals here. Okay. We're creating the array and it's, I can see it almost pulsing. It's got a pink energy. I want to infuse into it other energies. Let's activate other energies from our pure soul essence. I want to activate the power of the miraculous. I want to activate divine hope and faith, um, divine material balance, evolutionary enlightenment, divine vision and clarity of perception, the desire to move uh, forward and to heal and to balance and to accept the higher energies and information, the desire to heal, the desire to love the self properly, the desire to forgive the self properly, the desire to find the self-worth, to also um, put in divine uh, evolutionary thrust and the divine acclamation to the evolutionary thrust. If you guys remember... The fifth dimensionals are going through and experiencing the effects of the thrusting energy before the true humans, which is a good thing because we're going to be pioneers or role models or um, we are going to be helping the humanities as they go through it. So we are going to be going through it first and gaining the experience and gaining the clearing, gaining the releasing, you know, clearing the energetics that we all carry so that we can really connect in a very pure way with the truthful essence that we carry, that we open up that dimensional window and that truthful essence can be operational because it has to be, if we're going to do it, we are human, we're in the human kingdom, it has to be through our facade soul essence so we want to open up that dimensional window so I'm going to put in divine dimensional window whatever that is and I now I want to just see and I do see the energies just kind of pulsing out 360 degrees around it's as if those of us on the earth there's like a hub and we are pulsing it out the higher selves, the conglomerate higher selves, all of us, we're all amalgamated, we're all joined in one accord. They are facilitating the energies moving and being um, provided to the astral workers, being provided to and putting the call out to the souls known and unknown all around the human kingdom universe. I don't know why this is, but the sense I have is it's almost like, you know, in the olden days, how they believed the sun was the center of the universe. It's almost like we're the sun as the center of the universe. But it isn't that we're the center of the universe. It's just an indication the higher selves are letting me know that it's as if we're the hub, at least at this moment in time, doing this exercise, we're the hub, 
And so all these energies that we are infusing, promoting, uh, processing outward, uh, outward and sharing with the human kingdom universe as far as we are reaching at this moment in time, it is kind of like a sun. That's kind of an analogy. And so it is just being pulsed out and I just, it's just moving and I'm seeing many, many universes, many, many solar systems, I should say, many planets being encompassed by this energy. And interestingly enough, there are even planets being encompassed that have, I don't want to get into that, but there's a lot lot going on. There's a lot going on. And I want to just, everyone just to focus and keep pulsing that energy, keep pulsing and keep seeing that you are the fountains. We're all the fountains of this divine energy that we're providing for the souls. And there are many that have answered the call. There are many that have come in. There Even the testers and tempters are coming in. And they are partaking of this very powerful energy. Remember, they're veiled and that their pure soul essence is... Uh, they don't know at the facade level. They are not aware. They have a pure soul essence, and so they are veiled, and so they come in periodically to get nourishment and nurturing from the light. We, working the path of light, have agreed to help with this, and there's a whole section of this energy that we're sharing that the testers and tempters come and partake of this beautiful light. And as I've mentioned before, they gulping it down like they're thirsty men just, you know, have spent days or weeks in the desert. They're just literally gulping it down. The higher selves are indicating that it is. it happens every time we do this and that it is a very positive and helpful thing that we are helping the testers and tempters because they've had as difficult as it's been for us it's been more difficult for them because they have had no indication that there's anything more that there's the pure soul essence that there's any such thing as light as hope i mean it they've led very very difficult lives and they've done it out of the love for the humanities so this energy is greatly helping them Wow. And what I'm seeing, it's as if, okay, it's as if, remember I said there's like a weaving? Well, the image the higher selves are giving me now is it's like we're the, the bottom or the start of, the ba- of a basket that's being weaved. But just keep in mind that it isn't a basket because that's too limited. It's really where it's the hub of a 360-degree um around orb and as we focus on this and we pulse it out it's as if more and more layers are being built and the weave is going further and further and further and further out into the human kingdom universe so this focus this simply doing this is increasing our reach we have not reached the totality of the universe uh, i now can tell but we are continually expanding the reach. Okay, guys. Well, it's intense. And 
I, I, you know, Joan does in the healing circle, and so I feel like we've already done it because I've read her stuff. But please, I want you to call in to, to participate and partake of the energy, anybody that you know that needs it, including yourselves. Let's all partake because we're giving it out from the pure soul essence, that divine will part of ourselves. But we can take it in at the facade soul essence, that fourth dimensional element that we are. So we can still utilize all the energies ourselves that we are giving out. It's, it's there for us too. We get to utilize it too, always. So I want everyone to just consciously put yourselves into the center of this energy field and partake of the energies as much or as little or as whatever that you feel to at this moment in time, knowing that you may not manifest it or utilize it immediately, but if you pull it into the soul bags, it will be utilized and manifested in accord with your own journey your own human facade journey, and so it will get utilized. It will help because, remember, we have divine acclamation in here. It's going to help us. Let's put in divine transformation, too, and divine consciousness and divine connection, divine destiny. Okay, and, you know, when you're listening to this, you can pause it and put in any other energies that you feel that you that come to mind that you want to do, even if you think you're making them up, because I make them up all the time. But I know whatever I've made up, there is something at the very highest level that, that is the divine energy. I mean, I know it's there. So like divine WD-40, you know that one, or divine flush or divine liquid plumber. I make up energies all the time. So feel free to pause it, add your own, okay? And with that, I think we're done. The higher selves are indicating that this is really been a fabulous session and we have expanded our reach there's been a tremendous amount of energy brought to many many billions and billions i don't know cadillions of souls um reach some places that we haven't reached before it's going it's gone into the astral it's completely encompassed the totality of the planet and it's helping to bring all souls. We help to bring all souls into a higher frequency levels, including ourselves, guys. Okay? So we are facilitating and helping on so many different levels. And when we pull in the, inf- the energies, we, and don't forget we're processing at the fourth and fifth dimensional level, so we are also getting help from the higher frequency souls. It is, there's just a bunch of help going on around here. So I want to thank everyone and really wish for everyone a terrific, terrific week or two weeks because I will not be on the show. Again, you can email me with questions or healing requests or suggestions uh, at JV as in Victor, V as in Victor, M as in Mary, 
Richmond, R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D, at gmail.com. So it's Richmond at gmail.com. And again, I don't check it as often as I should, so don't worry if you don't hear from me. I will get back to you. I do check it, but it's just, it seems to um, go out of my head because it's new, I guess. But anyway, and I get plenty of emails um, in other places, so it's just, you know, trying to actively respond to all the different places. Anyway, just know that I love each and every one of you. I love the show. And the higher self have even told me some, given me some previews of coming attractions. I don't know how soon it's going to start, but, but things in the show itself will probably be shifting. I don't know if it's in a few weeks, a few months, or next year. I'm not really sure. But there are going to be some shifts I think you're going to really like. So I'm excited about it, but I'm not, the shift isn't ready yet. So I'm waiting for the the, the divine timing on it. <laughs> and when it's ready, it will, it will manifest and I'll let you all know, of course. So, okay. Um, with that, I'm wishing everyone a continuing happy summer. And that's goodbye to all of you. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.